Yo, 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 welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. It's your boy, D-Hood. And your boy, the G-D. How you doing, brother? Pretty grand. Pretty grand on this day after Valentine's. Ooh. I feel bad for these uh, hotel workers cleaning up after these messes these people be making. <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know how that is. They real ghetto. I tell you, they probably just gonna go in there with a vacuum and suck everything up. Just <laughs> get the walls, get the carpets on top of them, get the roof with the vacuum, and just leave that bad boy. No they, black lights. Please, no black say, lights. Hey, they gonna just throw a Febreze bomb in there. Here <laughs> you go. Clean up that smell. Hope I you just, like that. I just take all the sheets. Smell like, like all the... Smell like Badussi up in there <laughs> after Valentine's Day, man. But all right, man. So it's the day after Valentine's Day, and on Sunday, the 13th, we had... Super Bowl 56 56 I'm, I'm, I got mixed feelings on the Super Bowl 56 But here we go Super Bowl 56 came with the Rams and the Bengals uh, Rams ended up pulling it away 23-20 um, I'm going to pass this over to Zage Because I'm going to let him speak his mind first On what he thought So I was uh, heading over this way and I missed most of the first half, mm-hmm. but I saw at the before the halftime show it was thirteen twenty, and it looked like it was heading in the way of the uh, Rams, mm-hmm. right? Thirteen twenty Rams. Yeah. I got to your crib, man. Watched the Super Bowl. You made me some good old chicken wings. Hey, if you're looking for a chicken wing recipe, talk to your boy D Hud. <laughs> Appreciate you. And I was uh, I started watching. Bengals was up, I believe twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's what the score was. And. It just looked like the Bengals had to hold on. Because that's, that's look at they were in hold on mode, retreat mode. But they weren't running the ball mm-hmm. like they were in hold on mode, retreat mode. Yeah. A stat that's real interesting is Mixon went 15 for 72. That's a 4.8 average. That sounds like a guy that can run the ball. Yeah. Sounds like he was pretty pr- uh, productive in the beginning. Pretty, pretty pr- prolific at running the ball, right? Yeah. And if you want to keep a lead in the NFL and kill the clock and move the chains, wouldn't you want to give the ball to someone that's giving you an average of 4.8 mm-hmm. while running? Yeah, I, I, I would think so. Is that is that just bad coaching? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's just bad uh, clock management as, as well. Situational management. They, they definitely didn't manage the game well at all with that stat uh, of him getting 15 for, what, 74? 15 for 72. 72. So he was doing his job. And you know what? Joe Burrow didn't throw an interception in the Super Bowl either. Yeah. I he was, just got sacked a, 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 a What was he, seven, time. eight? Seven or eight? I believe it was seven because they say Vaughn got him three times. Yeah, And Vaughn they say... Uh, Aaron got him once. Aaron Donald. I thought they said three, but maybe it was like a... It was a few other people that was, it was up a, there. A few other cats too. that was up in there, but he went... He hit the freaking deck. And I was watching the Bengals, and I'm just thinking, why are we running the ball? Why are we calling some of these plays, you know? And everyone talks about coaches, and this offseason, a bunch of coaches were losing their job and getting the jobs refilled. That's why we had to talk had to talk about that Brian Flores situation. But my goodness, we're going to need a new coach for these Bengals. Mm, yeah. I don't, I don't know if, uh, what's his name, Zach? Uh, uh, I, forgot, I forgot the coach's name. I'm sorry, you guys. But uh I'm going to just give y'all my take on, on the whole Super Bowl. I wasn't really a big fan of it. You know what I mean? It, oh. it, it was definitely a, a Super Bowl uh, that I, I I figured this the Rams would win. I just I just figured they would. But what I saw in the second half from the Cincinnati Bengals, it just seemed like they just it just seemed like they, they had no clue on how to 
win a football game. Not a Super Bowl, with, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely not a Super Bowl. Even though they had won, it, all the other games that they played before were so so much more exciting. I mean, the score to everybody else may seem exciting, but it was just it was just so lackadaisical when when it came down to just game management, like like situational things, like running the like you said, running the ball. Like when you have somebody who's been running, who ran the ball prolifically. Yeah, I mean that four point eight yards carry is that that's that's top of the league. You know what I mean in the regular season, and this man is doing it. You know what I'm saying in the game and in in the, in the biggest game. Of the year with the, and, against the defense that showed they can stop the run because they absolutely. stopped the run against San Francisco and absolutely. that's what they're known for. Yeah. And, 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 and what they're known for is their pass rush. I mean, what that that's literally what they're known for. They're, they're known for their their pass rush and and they had a lot of they had a lot of success in in the first half with with dink and dunk plays mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying getting getting the ball moving and Joe Burrow not seeing the, the dirt a lot. We and, knew that's what he was going to have to do. No yeah. one, no one's going to want to sit in the pocket against Von Miller. No one's going to want to sit in the pocket against Aaron Donald because yeah. the Bengals showing that their offensive line ain't all that because they got sacked nine times. Burrow got sacked nine times against Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I believe Aaron Donald, barring any player on the on the Titans, is the best defensive player in the league right yeah. now. So, of course, he's going to get after If the Titans can get after you, not saying I'm not going to the Titans, they may be the number two pass rush, but if the Titans can get after you, Damn sure, Aaron Donald can get after you. Yeah. So they knew they were going to have to get the ball out early. I just look. I, maybe I'm a little harsh on, on on my take on what the Super Bowl was. It just it wasn't good to me. A little harsh. So if you say it wasn't good, yeah. Could you give me a rating? One out of ten. No 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 halftime show. One through ten. Ten being best Super Bowl ever. One being I'm not messing with it. Your rating on the Super Bowl? Probably a two. A two. Probably give it a two. A dose. Yeah. Two. So what about with the halftime show? Probably like a six or a seven <laughs> halftime show was like the best. That was probably super dope to me. That that was a super dope halftime show. I was watching it and I uh, noticed that a lot of uh, a lot of what they were saying was getting um, like not censored, but they censored it themselves. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, well, then why don't y'all pick different songs? And I, I thought to myself, these is their best songs. Yeah, was- <laughs> these is these their best songs, right? You can't come out here and be trying to sing your second, third best song because. Yeah. The LA crowd might not be into. They're gonna be in a Dre and uh, and Snoop, whatever they sing. You know what I mean? With yeah, LA, whatever it is. Because let's, let's the the cost of them tickets. We're gonna be a lot of brothers in them seats. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We're gonna be a lot of people that can that, that can you know recite Snoop Dogg lyrics unless you go into something that he's widely known for for rapping. So yeah, I'd like to say all all like sporting events and, and major group gatherings. The prices the price of that definitely skyrocketed after COVID. You know what I'm saying? Post post COVID. I mean, I know we're still in COVID, but. But post COVID, like now allowing people to get back into the building, that's all those prices is going up. So of course, it ain't too many of us in looking out there. But I heard Shannon Sharp. Uh, he was out there. Shannon Sharp was out there, but he also said that he his he knew he knew someone that tried to come with just his son, and it cost him twenty one thousand dollars to get in there with one person and his son. So a family of four be forty two thousand. That's ooh. ain't nobody ain't, ain't nobody got that in their pocket. Not just to throw away, like they, yeah. not just because I mean, not throw away in a boring game. Yeah, like we was talking about. Yeah, like games. like like the boring game. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess the halftime show would, would make up for some of that, but that's like a vacation right there. Yeah, to sit there for sit there for two three hours and just sit there for two three hours, forty two grand. Hey, and you probably ain't even sitting in the good. good and yeah, seat. that wasn't a good seat. LeBron, I seen LeBron's seat. I mean, he was in a nice box up there, but like it was still pretty far away. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's. 
I think all those boxes though I like that though like all those mm-hmm. like boxes they, they, they look like that they're gonna like, have some good monitors up there yeah of course of course. I don't think they're literally watching the, the game yeah, on yeah. the field they're the ants chilling. the ants moving around I don't think they're really watching that but like yeah but like the, the Super Bowl like I, I figured Aaron Donald would do what what he what he's been doing yeah what what he what he's been doing and uh, a shot at shot at Skip obviously I know Shannon took care of him you know yesterday but shot at Skip is basically that whole popping thing. Like I don't really understand. Like, like he doesn't when he says Aaron Donald doesn't pop. And Donald pop when he need to pop. Obviously, Skip Bayless FS1 uh, analysis. He's on undisputed. He always kind of picks his favorites. Yeah, he always does kind of picks his favorite. And he'll ride with them and he won't. And they can't do any wrong in his eyes. And he'll pick guys that he doesn't like. I eat Tom Brady. Yeah, he loves Tom Brady. He'll pick guys that he doesn't like. And I think. LeBron's one that he doesn't like, and Aaron Donald's one that he doesn't like. Which I, I to tell you the truth, I still don't understand. I, I could get why he 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 doesn't like really mess with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Because in his area, he's a Jordan. He's, he's a Jordan. A, he's, he's a Jordan, Jordan head. Jordan you know what I mean? Stand, yeah. And that's always like so. That's always like so touch and go with people who who really care about that type of stuff. But the Aaron Donald thing is is such a mystery to me. Why Aaron Donald? Why 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 be pissed off at, at Aaron Donald? I think it's because Skip likes those uh, LT type plays where you just see him rush, you know, from the side of the screen untouched. You know what I mean? He just he just seems like he's such a faster player. But Aaron Donald plays the DT. He's going to be someone that's got to stop the run, that's got to go after the quarterback. And didn't he get twenty something sacks one season from the DT? Twenty and a half. He got twenty and a half from the inside. From from yeah, on the inside position, and that just goes to show um, Skip Bayless that it's. I just think he needs to. I don't want to say he needs to check his football knowledge, but because he definitely he, got some. I don't. I don't want to say that, but you, someone getting twenty sacks from that position is incredible. I think that was Shannon. That was, I think that was Shannon's whole little argument, though, was was it's almost impossible for anybody else. Nobody else has came close to twenty and a half sacks mm-hmm. playing as an interior no lineman. One. No one. You know what I'm saying? Outside, he named, he named linebacker. He, he named a few people that were that 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 when when they were talking about close would be have have maybe fifteen or twelve or you know what I mean mm-hmm. he got twenty and a half like at a, as a defensive tackle and it's literally since he's been playing I, he's been in the league what nine years now this this will be going on his ninth year yeah going on his ninth year said eighth yeah yeah so like this will be going on his ninth year he's been a seven time All Pro. That's kind of nuts, right? That's insane. That's absolutely insane. That's a seven seven time All Pro. So you you discount the rookie year. Right? That's when the Rams is bad too over yeah. in St. Louis. Exactly. So that's when all they had was Aaron Donald. Yeah. You know, so like you, you you think about you think about those things, and it just doesn't make sense. You tell him that he that he not popping. You know. Uh, Let me ask you something before we before we go into anything else. Before this year, there was a narrative started whenever they made this trade for Stafford. They kind of traded Jared Goff for Stafford and a draft pick, I believe. For draft picks. Draft picks. My mistake. Um, first question, was it worth it? And second question was, the narrative was that um, Stafford and Rodgers have similar arm talent. And the question was, if, if you, do you believe that Stafford would have had that Super Bowl if him and Rodgers were in different positions? First question, was it worth it? First, yeah, absolutely. Worth it, yeah, they got Super Bowl. Absolutely. 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 I, I, think, I think in the NFC, you know what I'm saying, uh, with the way that the, with the way the year turned out, with the massive injuries that mm-hmm. a lot of other teams uh, had, had, 
this this season with the with the pickups that they had and the lack of injuries that they had and the opportunities that they had to Very bring lucky. other people. Very lucky the Rams were this yeah, year. Yeah, bring bring other people in. I think it, it all unfolded. And, a couple and it, players fell into their lap. Yeah, de- a couple of really good players. Odell, Von Miller, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, I mean, even Eric Weddle, you know, what I mean, coming out of retirement, he fell into that lap and he made some pretty good tackles playing hobble. Uh, this um, playoffs, I believe, he was leading the team in tackles for a couple games. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean this goes to show you, he's still got a nose for the ball. Yeah. He's still a ball hawk out there. He said it's over with after this year. But Second yeah. question, because now Rodgers and Stafford have the exact same amount of Super Bowl championships. And this is his first year with this team. Now, who knows what the team's going to become after this year? Yeah, this was clearly it. They were in win-now mode. That's why they went out and got all these yeah. veterans that have shown that they can catch the ball, rush the quarterback, do you know what they need to do at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Stafford or Aaron Rodgers now? Similar arm talent, everyone's been saying that, but Stafford's been in a different position than Aaron Rodgers has been his entire career. It's like two ways. It's like two ways to answer that question for me, and I, I think, I think that one is I, I would say I would say I would pick Matthew Stafford to to get that to get that championship. You know what I mean? I. I it's so it's so hard to it's so hard to say it because Aaron because Aaron Rodgers I believe is is was more like agile more mobile than yeah. than Matthew Stafford was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Stafford isn't the fastest quarterback, but he can scramble if he needs to. Uh, I believe Matthew Stafford's a tough guy, but I, I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers like they do have similar arm arm talent, but I think Aaron Rodgers uh, is superior. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll I, buy that. I, I will. I'll buy what you're selling. I'll, I'll give. I'll give it to. The, I'll give that to him. You know what I mean? But yeah, I I have to pick Aaron Rodgers to to. Yeah, I still I still think he'd still be on top. If Stafford wins another Super Bowl with these guys, will you still pick Aaron Rodgers? Depending on, depending on how you want it, because you know how I look at things. I look at things yeah. in, in the you totality. Look at the totality of, uh, yeah, uh, and it's uh, obviously numbers. the defense. Yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. But so we like, can make that argument for Stafford as well. I mean, for uh, Rodgers as well. Yeah. Because he had an amazing defense when he won that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So all in all, you say the Super Bowl was a six out of ten, kind of boring, mm-hmm. and a two out of ten without the halftime show. And I kind of agree with you here. I don't know if it was the buildup. I don't know if it was just, you know, there was no animosity, I felt. There was no coverage. There was no anything. Yeah, it kind of was, like, just lax. Like, and I mean, you think about the the Raiders. I mean, not the Raiders, but the Ravens and the... Uh, the 49ers? The 49ers that yeah. year, a few years back. A lot of back. drama. It was a lot of drama. Lot of drama. Like, yep. it was just, like, it, it, the whole game seemed like it It was, just like, meant to go down to the wire. And, and no matter if the one team got blown out or another, it just seemed like it was meant to go down to the wire. Even mm-hmm. uh, Carolina Panthers and the Denver Broncos. Yep, yep, yep. the Panthers... Even though that game was a blowout, it was just so much leading up to that game that kind of made everybody want to watch it. Cam Newton winning the MVP. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Denver Broncos uh, with Peyton Manning. This is Peyton Manning, the good farewell, you know what I mean, tour for him. I'm going to have to cut you off. Speaking of farewell tour, you just mentioned two Super Bowls. Ray Lewis won that one. Farewell, mm-hmm. he left. Manning won that one. Farewell, he left. Our boy Aaron Donald was very wishy-washy when he had to answer that question from that reporter said is this going to be your last year do you want to leave on top do you feel like this will be the end of his story do you feel like he's retiring and if so is this a good career for him so I don't really know the answer if he was retiring but if I had if I had to put the feelings out there I believe I believe that it's 
they got to bring something to the table mm-hmm. and, uh, for the team to like really entice him because he knows he's the best defensive yep. player yep. in the league. He, there's nothing else to prove because he got what he worked hard yep. for. You know what I'm saying for these past eight years or seven, yeah, eight years. He, he got what he worked super hard for. You know what I'm saying what he spent all that time in college for, getting mm-hmm. underlooked, mm-hmm. and then coming into the league and then getting uh, over uh, overlooked his uh, first, his rookie season and then popping like you know what I'm saying seven straight years of just. All pro, you know what I'm saying? Number one in this, like, like number one in that. So, I think for him, I think it, 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 this, it's a great career. It's, okay, this is a first battle Hall of Fame career. No off the field issues, no issues whatsoever. Aaron Donald oh, is boy. just off the field issues, man. We. <laughs> NFL players can't stay out of trouble nowadays, man. You know Good lord, bro. You know how it is, man. They can't stay out of trouble, man. You know how it is. You give a bunch of you give a bunch of people that ain't ain't really had that opportunity before a bunch of money and, and, and make them feel like they're on top of the world and in in a moment of vulnerability, they they just do they wild out and become a kid all over again. That 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 same honorary child that they was before. And they they, they lose the concept of what, what they really supposed to be doing, so they lose. I guess grasps on life and reality, and they just step outside their body. They gotta face the consequences. They do. So Aaron Donald, we'll keep an eye on him, see if he's gonna retire or not, because I think he's contemplating it at the yeah, very absolutely. least, or he would have just said, "Yeah, I'm coming back to play next season." Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not—he's not an old man by any by any Definitely perspective not. of it. He's still in his prime. He still can produce at the highest level. So we'll keep an eye on that. Super Bowl's over. Um, there was another sporting event that happened around the same time of the Super Bowl here was UFC 271. Mm-hmm. You know our boy Joe Rogan didn't show up to uh, 271. You know, it's funny. I heard like an article basically saying that he was like like taken off the ticket or something like mm-hmm. that and he wasn't allowed to show up. Like that, that, I thought that was like absolutely nuts. And, and of course it was because of the whole incident of the racial slurs he used. I mean, the N-word uh, nigga online. <laughs> when I watched it, he was using that hard R. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh-huh. He wouldn't even try to be cool with it, but it seemed like he was quoting. Besides that one, that one comment he made about uh, being—he uh, said he was super high and he made a comment about uh, it was but he got dropped off in a black neighborhood and it seemed like it was playing out of the apes or something. Like oh, that. that yeah, okay, yeah, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. And yeah, it, it wasn't it like a whole video where Dana White came out and said that that, that he wasn't. Like he wasn't like taking off the car. Yeah, taking off the car. He, he wasn't just, removed. He wasn't yeah. canceled. He just said, "You had to talk to Joe Rogan." I didn't remove him. And he said, "Someone." The reporter followed up questions, so he'll be back for events in the following month. And Joe Rogan—I mean, not Joe Rogan, but Dana White answered, "Yeah, yeah, he'll be back." But yeah, you know, it was just like, when he comes to work, he'll come to work. Yeah, you have to talk to Joe about that. And they had a, you know a full crew covering, so it seemed like they were aware that Joe wasn't going to be there. Yeah, but I, I mean, for 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 me, I don't think it's it's like. I don't believe in like cancel culture anyway. I'm not a I'm not a big proponent. Trying to say they're trying to cancel Joe Rogan? That's what they, that's what it feel like they're trying to do. I feel like it's 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 almost impossible because the platform the platform that he has, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't and I've watched. I'm a, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. So like any of this stuff that they piled together and put together in the video mm-hmm. compilation. Yeah, this this whole compilation thing. It just seemed like it was just it's meant to do this, so like it's it, it all it has no context whatsoever. It just shows you the substance of what he said. You know what I mean? Never showed you in any reason, and I am gonna have to say this: in, in no reason, in no circumstance, uh, should he have been saying that yeah. on air, or you know what I'm saying in public, or whatever, whatever. What a man does, or what a woman does, or what a person does inside their own home, I could care less about. But when you're speaking out there to the masses, I feel like you should have some sort of etiquette and and know. 
that that this platform like that was yeah that it would be excuse. looked at any type of way and you're, you're actually like I, I believe he apologized for yeah all he this. came out he apologized a couple times now but I think what you were hitting at there about the cancel culture here this all stems from and we got no proof of this but if you just look at the chain of events this all stems from that time he had those two different doctors on his show and they were given their opinions about COVID and about the vaccine and things like that and that's when uh, I think his name was Neil something Neil Young or something like that that yeah, he was an artist that took his he, t- he says he's going to take his music off unless uh, Joe Rogan and Spotify they do something about Joe Rogan's episodes with those doctors on there and initially Spotify didn't want to do anything about it mm-hmm. initially they just said okay we'll take your music off buddy and more artists kept piling on and said take our music off too we don't agree with these facts that Joe Rogan is trying to put out but it was never Joe Rogan it was two different doctors that he had on the show he let them they're doctors mm-hmm. they're going to know more than your average person and he let them come on the show and give uh, their opinion or their facts or whatever they had research he just let them give it and people felt a certain way about it and since then it feels like they've been on a witch hunt for Joe Rogan. That's yeah. why. That's why now you see people compiling videos. You see people um, trying to find any misstep that he's taken with his platform that he's got, and they're trying to bring it to light so he can get canceled. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think this like this whole like uh, this initial argument really started like initial conversation about him needing to be canceled. Uh, took a took like a got like a speed boost on it when Ndire. Uh, Posted something. I think she's the one. I think, that, yeah, she's the initial one that yeah, found the video. The compl- the found it or made the, the compilation. Yeah, and then she she posted it. You know what I'm saying? Like with with Joe Rogan saying N word with the hard R, and uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, even in the video, everything's out of context, man. And I mean, of course, there is no context that needs to be explained with him saying it. You know what I mean? Which I'm glad for his apology coming out there yes and 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 just stepping out in front and saying there's no reason i should have said said any of that yeah. you know what i mean even in any, any explanation he didn't try to do what these other people do and just say oh well you know it was just i was just doing this he didn't try to make an yeah. excuse for it was, he just said was no it was dumb I, there was no excuse for my actions he said and i looked at the video i saw it and i can clearly see there's no excuse for it and i apologize for that and that's how you have to do it because mm-hmm. if you didn't you know what i mean if, it, if you're ignorant to a situation if you because we're all learning. No one's perfect. But if yeah. you're into a situation and you make a misstep, you should just apologize. Say, mm-hmm. hey, and then and with that apology, show some change. Because Joe Rogan has interviewed plenty of uh, African-Americans in the in the UFC, plenty of black people in the UFC, and people mess with him. I mean, the people mess with Joe Rogan. You can tell he's a, a well-liked guy in the UFC sphere. I mean, even uh, a clip I seen recently was UFC mid- middleweight champion uh, Israel Adesanya. He came out, and when the question was posed to Dana White about Joe Rogan missing... He said, "I fuck with him." He said he took the he took the chance to say, I'll answer this and came out and says Joe Rogan's my nigga. That's what he <laughs> said. He said he's one of the most you know nice, likable, uh, non snake people in the UFC. He's always been kind to him. So if you had bad character, people would know. People, yeah, would, I, I think that's he would he wouldn't have as much love as he did in the UFC if he had bad character towards black people, people of color, African Americans, minorities. If he, you know, what I mean, like there would be no people wouldn't mess with you. They'd see it. It's, it's it's very easy to see through. But like, it, I, like just to piggyback off what you said, like I think that was my initial thing. Like I just go off how, how the people's character is. I think his character speaks for itself with 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 the type of person that he is because he's had a lot of different a different opinionated people who come on there mm-hmm. and, and they speak to him about subject that he naturally doesn't agree with, and he uses that to create a dialogue. So I, like for a person for a person like that to 
come on and bring different people who don't believe the same thing that he believes to try to learn from them and to speak to them. And it's never like an argument where they're like, like he's the the, the one initiating, like you can't like, why would you do that or, or jumping on somebody from all the ones that I've seen? And I've seen a lot of episodes of Joe Rogan, yeah, like Joe, Joe Rogan. He likes to get to the bottom of it. He likes to understand what mm-hmm. somebody else is talking about instead of just judging him for him not liking it. You know what I mean? Like, no, that, that's wrong because I don't like it. So I judge him by his character. And I'm not I'm not going to sit here and cancel the man because he said that I, I, I do accept his apology. And I think that was I think that was well needed and well deserved. You know what I mean? The, uh, us, us getting an apology being from the black community, him saying it, he, he can't, it, he, he shouldn't, this this whole thing is something for me personally mm-hmm. as as something like I'm an ex and out and that's it. Like, now I got now I got a boycott. I think that whole cancel culture thing, this whole group thing thing has to like really your, your own my own individual mind tells me that the man man's character isn't you know what I'm saying he didn't he didn't do this out of spite. He wasn't doing this you know what I mean to to be a quote unquote racist. You yeah. know what I mean it's there was it, no hate behind it. Yeah. Ignorance. Yeah, just, we could be ignorant. Yeah. And, and people and people are allowed to be ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Until you know what I mean. You learn, and I feel like he has. You know what I mean? And you guys are allowed to feel however you want to feel. But for me personally, I just feel like he has. I, I he he's learned, and he he stepped in front of it soon. It wasn't it wasn't late. He stepped right in front of it and said, "Look, I seen the video, and it's cringeworthy for me." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I said I said those things, and no matter what the context is, I never should have said those things. And the Irie came out too. She had uh, they recorded her say she said that I don't believe Joe Rogan's racist either. Yeah. So, I mean, trying to make this whole racist thing is just really trying to get him canceled. But it's, when I feel like someone's trying to get him canceled, bringing up racism, like I don't feel like black people are the ones that are offended. I feel like it's those people that didn't agree with those two doctors on the uh, on their opinions on on COVID. And it's just those group of people saying, "Well, look, he did this. We can cancel him for this now, huh? Mm-hmm. Black people, yeah. come stand with us. Black Aren't you going to be on our side? Yeah, stand, we're doing this for you, black people. And it's like, no, you're doing this for you. Yeah, that, you're that. doing this for you. And just to clear that whole, that's just to clear that whole thing up. There was no misinformation. You know, I don't really care if y'all y'all listen to me and think what I'm saying is is fact. It's just this." The man just had two people come on there in their respective fields of being doctors. Both doctors. You know what I'm Both of them are doctors, and they gave they gave what their research mm-hmm. told them. Mm-hmm. What their research told them. I don't know how that's misinformation. You know, when you can like, I can get into I can get into this all day, but I'm not going to make this a thing about COVID nineteen or the vaccine. I'm just saying there was no misinformation. It was just information that people didn't like. That, that's pretty much it. It's just information that you didn't like. So since you didn't like it, you know what I'm saying? We, we, now we got torches and pitchforks. Now we got the Salem witch trials. Yeah, now, now we're out here burning people at the stake. So, like, just use your own mind. That's pretty much it. So, I got... That's it, man. That's all I got, really, on Joe Rogan in this situation. That's all I got for the Super Bowl as well. You got anything else to add? Not really, man. Like, I, like look... Super Bowl, Super Bowl's over. Football is over. You know what I'm saying? The pick six will still be around. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? The pick Uh-oh. six definitely will still Uh-oh. be around. We got more. We got more to talk about. We'll be talking about a lot of social issues and a lot of sports that come up. You know, my man OG's age is very proficient in a lot of sports. He, he knows a, a lot about a lot. Yeah, talk to me about cricket. And, 
don't know about cricket. I don't know about cricket. Don't talk, don't, do, not, do not talk about cricket. And so know. do I. I. I know I know a little bit about a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? We will make it work, you know, uh, as long as you guys will have us. But, you know, this was another episode of the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm your boy, D-Hud. And your boy, Go, G-Z. And we out of here.